When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a wonderful April. It's hard to believe how we are already in four months into the year already, but we hope everyone's having a great year so far in your business as well as your personal life. As you know, the sustainable way is life and business are one. Again, if you're new to Sustainable Success, uh, in addition to finding us here on Voice America Influencers Channel, you could also find us on Facebook at Sustainable Success. 2017. That's Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find many of our great guests that we've had on uh, with their words of wisdom that you could tap into at any time as all of our shows are on demand in addition to being live. So you can listen to them anytime, any place that suits you. Again, Sustainable Success 2017. Our uh, sponsors for today are going to be the Entrepreneurials Living the Dream. This is an event that will be taking place in the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, uh, May 17th through the 18th. This is, again, for entrepreneurs, small business owners, speakers, authors, all of the above. This is going to be a great event. There's probably going to be about 100 to 150 people present at this event And I'm fortunate enough to be a keynote speaker there, so I'm looking forward to it. But again, check out Entrepreneurs Living the Dream. You can find it on Facebook or Eventbrite. And again, if you're in the area, we encourage you to be there. It's a great way to network and meet new people. Also, our sponsor, Empowered Fathers in Action, or EFA Movement, a 501c3 organization dedicated to strengthening the father-son bonding process by helping Not only dads, but also moms to be better examples by resolving the root cause to their limited beliefs so they could be better examples for their children going forward to raise their levels of self-esteem and confidence. They're doing some great things there, and it's really helping to build not only interdependent family structures, but also leads to interdependent communities and businesses as a result. Check them out at efamovement.org. That's efamovement.org. Well, we got a great show today. Today, we're going to be talking about the topic will be the key to life, living in full expression. And we have a great guest today. His name is uh, Jim Phillips. And before I introduce Jim, I'm just going to give a background about Jim. Uh, Jim and I actually are going to be fortunate enough to be speaking at an event together, uh, actually, uh, end of this month. We're we're like a day away here. So I'm looking forward to it. So uh, Jim is a life strategist, author, speaker, and business coach. For over 30 years, he has been inspiring others to higher levels of achievement and understanding through his strategy, sessions, coaching, writing, and presentations. One of Jim's gifts is his ability to help others understand and apply complex spiritual concepts to their personal life, which has resulted in their creating and experiencing more of who they truly are and what they desire from life. Jim has written two books, The Key to Life, Living in Full Expression, which is today's topic, published by Sacred Stories Publishing, and From Inspiration to Intention, that was self-published. Jim is also a featured expert in the just-released inspirational and transformational movie, Becoming the Keys, written and produced by award-winning film producer Robin Jay. The movie also stars such notables as Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements, Dr. Joe Vitale, The Secret, and Daniel Brinkley, Saved by the Light. 
Jim believes there has never been a time in history of humanity where there was a greater need to understand who we are and why we are here. Never has been there a time in the history of humanity when there have been more people opened and receptive to this message. And without further ado, we welcome Jim Phillips to the show today. Jim, how you doing? I am well, Chris. How are you? Great. It's such such a pleasure to have you today. And I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing more about the key to life, living in full expression. And, you know, we're going to pretty much dive deep into your book here and talk a little bit about how this applies to not only people's businesses, but, you know, more importantly, their personal lives, because, you know, personal lives affect what they do in business and what they do in business affects their personal lives. So, you know, with the title being the key to life, living in full expression, can you tell us, like, you know, what what does it mean to live in full expression? Sure, I'd be great. Uh, pleased to. First, let me just point out, and this is something that a lot of people miss, and I, I find it kind of interesting, but I'll, I'll bring it up, and that is the word life is the acronym for living in full expression. So it's a... A, a way for us to understand that when we're living in full expression, we're essentially living from our truth or living from our source. And it's about being, and I, I don't like to use the word authentic, but I'm going to use it anyway because it seems to be the word that resonates with most people right now. It's about being as authentic as we possibly can. And when I say be as authentic as we possibly can, it's because, and you mentioned this in your intro, that we hold these limiting beliefs that don't allow us to get to our full authenticity. So it is a matter of, as I say in one of my programs, shattering the illusions of those limiting beliefs so that we can, in fact, get to the truth of who we are. And once we get to the truth of who we are, live from that truth, and then that's our expression in the world. And our expression in the world is who we are, how we are being in the world, how we're interacting and countering with other people and other situations that we might have during the course of our lives. That is so, I mean, that is, I mean, I, I just realized that now looking at this, you're right, the acronym is living in full expression. And it's so true. I mean, do you see, Jim, now that more and more people are starting to really embrace this authenticity or, you know, transparency about themselves? Not, you know, obviously you see in the news that people are now, are, you know, not afraid to be who they are. I'm not saying that it's not in all cases, but why is it so important, you know, again, to, you know, be really, you know, shifting towards this paradigm? Well, I think it's because of, of what you just mentioned. There's so much of it in the news, not only in this country, but around the world, where we're seeing a lot of untruth come to the surface. And I think people need to get to the point where we're living from the truth. And, I, and I'm, I'll give you a really interesting thought. And that is, and this is an exercise I would suggest that everybody go through, and I do this on an ongoing basis. But it's about sitting down and questioning why you believe what you believe in every area of your life. And when I say that, I'm talking about relationships, religion, health, education, anything that you want to bring up as far as your life is concerned. Ask why you believe what you believe. And you'll, you'll come to the conclusion, I think, as most people do, that you really don't know why you believe what you believe. It, it probably was as a result of somebody telling you something, you read it somewhere, but very little of what we believe has come from personal experience. And then when we realize that decisions we make in life are based on the truths that we hold, again, whether they're true or not, but we make our decisions based on, on the truths that we hold, if we're making decisions, and I'm talking about major life decisions, if we're making major life decisions on untruth, every time we make a decision, we get further and further from the truth. And that's a scary thing. 
to realize that really, if you look at society, we're moving further and further from the truth. What we're seeing happen in the world is that these untruths, I don't want to call them lies because I don't believe that everybody's out there intentionally lying, but I think it's because we have been making these decisions based on these limiting beliefs we hold that have prevented us from truly understanding the truth that we, we've accepted what is not true as being true. And again, it's not about anybody being right and wrong. It's about this was the decision that was made based on the information at hand at that particular point in time. And I think as we start to release these limiting beliefs, and those are just ideas that we hold primarily about ourselves that limit us, that keep us from accomplishing, achieving, being who we truly are. I mean, really getting to the essence of who we are and ideally understanding why we're here. And when I say why we're here, I'm talking about on the planet. What's that all about? It certainly can't be to experience and do all these things we're doing to ourselves and other people. There has to be much more to it than just that idea of uh, living your life and then, you know, that's it. It's, it, it's over and done. I think there's much more that we are here to do to understand and then to move forward with. Uh, it's so true. And, you know, I'm a big advocate of, of, of transparency or being authentic. You know, it's something I think it's, you know, where leadership is going nowadays, you know, especially not only in the business world, but I'm talking about even in general in communities and, and being a, you know, being a leader in your family, you know, it doesn't, again, that there's no titles. It's not specific to any particular gender. It's everyone can adopt this. Um, you know, and I always think it starts with being the example. And I agree. And I can't agree with you more. Talk a little bit about, from your point of view, you know, what was the turning point in your life that inspired you to want to share your understanding and knowledge with others in this area? Before I address that, let me just let me make one more point that just came to sure, me with regards absolutely. to the whole sure. idea of, of getting to the truth. And that is one of the challenges I think we have is that as anyone gets to the point where they, they want to start living from the truth, better understanding the truth, there is a tendency for us to want to correct everybody else. When we're correcting everybody else or pointing out where they're wrong or perhaps they're not living from or as the truth, we're not being authentic then because our authentic self is not going to judge somebody like that. We have to understand that everybody is mm. here going through their own stuff, making their own decisions, and me telling you this is the way it should be is not helping you and it's not helping me. Yeah. The, the very specific point and the important point is what you just brought up, Chris. It's about all of us living as an example for each other because when we live in, in, in full expression of ourselves, when we live from the truth, when we're authentic and transparent, then other people see who we are. They see the way life is now unfolding for us, and they say, I want some of that. And it causes them to start making different decisions. And that's where it's important. You mentioned the, the organization with, with young boys and, and fathers. That is what I would understand that's all about. It's about being that role model so that the children that would see their parents or see other mothers and fathers acting in a specific way or being in a specific way serve as tremendous role models. And without saying anything to the children, the children are going to adopt those same behaviors that are going to allow them to be more authentic and be out in the world in a real way, living in full expression of their truth. No, it's so true. Like you said, I mean, especially getting back to that point about when you, the, that influencing, you know, the people around you, in this case, children, children obviously pick up what they observe, not what what they've been told. And I think sometimes people feel that it's the words that make that, make that impression, but it's really the, it's the behaviors, what they observe, you know, they might hear one thing, but the behaviors are not the opposite. So this is why, like you said, it's so 
important to be conscious uh, that that we're aware of that what we're doing may not only be limiting ourselves, but it's also establishing a pattern to possibly do that to the people that really matter to us. So right. so important. So you know, yeah. talk about you yeah. know again getting back to that question about your turning point that led you to really embracing this this concept and and you know sharing your understanding and knowledge with others. I don't remember a time when it wasn't important to me, and and I'm not. I'm not saying that as if I came on this planet with all this extraordinary wisdom. Yeah. But I always remember being very interested in human performance, uh, success, failure. I mean, all of those things that we can look at, and unfortunately it's, it's too often how we judge one another and how we judge ourselves is against other people or, or circumstances and situations and the amount of wealth we might have, things like that. But I was always really curious about why some people, even in the same basic circumstances, why one successful another is not. What is it about that one person that would appear to give them an advantage over the other person? And, and then get to a much deeper question. The, the question is, why was I born in the United States where we have so much more versus somebody who's born in a third world country where they have very little? What's that about? Why, why was I given that opportunity this other person was not? And we don't need to get into that conversation because that gets pretty deep. But it was one of the one of the questions that I I asked myself. You know, what really what is that about? And just obviously reading a lot, talking to a lot of people, observing a lot of people. I, I've read most of the the popular, famous books that others have, Think and Grow Rich, and, and books along those lines to try to figure it out. They got more into metaphysics to try to understand that a little bit. And it's just been a matter of through observation, through my own life, seeing how I've how I've behaved in a particular set of circumstances, what kind of uh, feedback I got, or what kind of uh, return experience I got, what was the consequence of any action or thought that I've had, and it's just been a matter of documenting that and understanding that we are each in control of the experiences we have in life. And in fact, there's a there's a formula that I've come up with that explains to me at least, and maybe it'll, it'll make sense to the listeners, but it's it all begins with thought, and that everything that has ever been has begun as a thought. And when something is a thought, the mere fact that somebody thought about it means there is the potential for that particular thing to be manifest. The key, though, is that even though it's it, it's in full potential or pure potential, it doesn't mean that it's going to come to be. We have to then believe it. So then the belief is what actually brings it into form. When you believe something and you're moving towards that, then that's when you bring whatever the object of that particular thought was, you bring it into form. And then we have choice. We can choose to do this or do that or not do this or not do that. So choice then becomes involved. So it's about thought, belief, choice, and then the final step is action. And then we take action or we don't take action. Whatever we do, the choice and then the action that would follow that particular choice that we've taken. And then as a result of that is the consequence. And the consequence is the experience. And that's the part in the equation we don't choose. All we can do is the first four steps in that. We have complete control over that. And then once we've made that choice and then once we've taken specific action, whatever results, results. And that's the experience that's created. That is that that is phenomenal, and I can I can relate to that because we we have about a you know less than about a minute and a half to the break, but I I can relate to that so well, and you know you're, everything you're describing is these things that I can remember going through this transition over twenty years ago when you know just living 
somebody else's life uh, and wanting to be someone else because I didn't really like myself. And, 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 you know, and this whole thing about full expression is, is so important. You know, before we go to break, uh, Jim, I mean, I just wanted to kind of like summarize what we just talked about so far for the, for the listeners, what you've just described again, just the, the, you know, let's describe in summary, the living in full expression, the acronym for life. Well, the, the living in full expression, the word life is the acronym for living in full expression. Yes. Yep. And, yep. And did you want me to elaborate on that? Yeah, just elaborate. Yeah, summary, just to elaborate what we what we just talked about. Yes. Yeah, it's it's really about being authentic, being true to ourselves more than anything else. It's about understanding and embracing and living from our truth. And then, as we live from our truth, we serve as an example to others of who they are and what they're capable of doing. Wow. It's powerful. So everybody, you know, everyone listening again, you know, you know, the acronym for life, living in full expression, you know, being true, be transparent, uh, leadership that requires no title. It's being the example for others and living your purpose. And then sometimes if you don't know what that is, sometimes we got to get to the root cause of what is holding us back. You know, remember, this is your life. It's, it's the choices that you make. So you get to, to be the master and creator of your own life. So Great words of wisdom from Jim Phillips. We're going to be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, we're here with our guest today, Jim Phillips. He's a life strategist, author, speaker, and business coach. Again, we're talking about some key attributes and points from his book, The Key to Life, Living in Full Expression. And again, if you're just joining us, living in full expression, think about it, the acronym for life, right? So I didn't even realize that until Jim pointed that out. It is a way to rather look at life here, living in full expression. Jim, we were talking so about you know some of the you know things that really inspired you to you know, write the book, but I want to like to talk, you know, for the listeners, you know, what impact do you hope that, you know, the, the book or, or already the book has already had on others when it comes to living in full expression? What's the key impact? The, the intention behind the book was not to give people a way to live life. I'm not going to say this is the way that it is. The intention behind the book was to get people to think for themselves Mm. And that as they think for themselves, they'll discover their own way of living in full expression. You and I can't tell somebody else what their truth is. Their truth is their truth, and it's for each of us to reveal to ourselves what that truth is. And then as we continue moving along our life's path, living from that truth, more and more of what we require as the soul that we are embodying, embodied in this physical body, everything that we require and need to fulfill our soul's purpose is going to be provided. And it's living in full expression is also about being aware and receptive to all of those opportunities that allow us to do just that. It is so true. And, I, you know, I like to elaborate because, you know, here on Sustainable Success, you know, we're, you know, we're on the Voice America Influencers channel. So it's all about influencing. Influencing, you know, a master influencer is someone that has the ability to share information in a way that allows others to see another point of something, but allows them to draw their own conclusion about if, what how that resonates with them. It's not that we're persuading something. And you made a really key point about that, that you're not here to tell people how to live their lives but to influence them in a way that allows them to look at perhaps certain things that maybe they haven't, hadn't seen about themselves that they can really, in essence, live their full truth, live in full expression. Mm-hmm. So from, you know, when, if we talk about it from an, you know, an influencer standpoint, you know, a lot of times that we, you know, people not only in life, but a lot of times people want to understand that. What does that mean in business? You know, when we want to influence others can we can we elaborate from your point of view from the book how this could apply to really raising one's level of influence to help others? Yeah, and I think the I think the one of the interesting points about being an influencer is we can look at it from two sides. We can be you influence somebody in a very positive way, or you influence somebody in a self-serving way that would more or less be taking advantage of the other person. The position that I take in my book is always from the heart, which means that you're always influencing somebody in a very positive way, uplifting way, that's going to help them get to their truth. And the only way that I can do that as an influencer is to live from my truth, being honest with myself every, every moment of the day, and then making decisions that are based on that truth as I understand it. So I think the, the whole idea of, of being an influencer, I, we, again, it's going to get back to what we've already talked about, and that is just being the example 
And it's not even, I mean, to me, it's not necessarily being an intentional example. It's being an example because that's who you are, and that's how you express in the world. Our expression, you know, the whole idea of living in full expression, our expression is how we are in the world. It's it's how we're perceived in the world. It's how we, how we, this is going to sound weird because it's bad English, it's how we be in the world, if you will. Mm-hmm. It, it's just our beingness, and again, I get back to living from the heart, living from our truth, and allowing that to be the expression that we put out into the world. And we're influencers not only from how people can observe us, but we're influencers from an energetic perspective based on the frequency that we carry. And the higher the frequency, and we can look at it on a scale if you wanted to, you can say that hate is a very low frequency, whereas love is a very high frequency. So you obviously want to be at that higher end, and and wherever you are on that scale is going to be how you're being uh, perceived by other people. And you you always want to make sure that you're you're operating from as high a frequency as you possibly can. And then you become a a true influencer in, in the way that I think most people would want to be. Where it's, where it's about really uplifting people, supporting people, and at the same time, you're benefiting yourself because you're getting the feedback from them based on how they're now being in the world. And, and I'm not going to say you know that it's because of you, but we're all influencing each other regardless of what we do. It's just another really quick example that popped into my sure, mind. And yeah, that is that, absolutely. That, you know, we could, we could see somebody who's in business who we know is... is uh, let's just say has, has a lack of integrity. And yep. even though they have a lack of integrity, they could have a certain amount of success. And we can look at them and we can say, well, I don't want to be like that person. Well, that, imperson- that person being who they are, even though they're operating out of, in- out of with a lack of integrity, they're influencing, in, if I use myself as an example, they're influencing me now by me saying that's not who I am. That's not who I want to be. That's not how I want to express in the world. So regardless of, of what anybody is doing or who they're being, we're influencing everybody around us. It's up to us as the one who would be the recipient of that influence, if you will, to make a decision in which way we're going to go. Yeah, you made a great point because, again, you know, they could – it doesn't mean – you know, they, again, if they, they don't have integrity and it's just reinforcing that you do. That that's – you know, th- th- I'm hearing this person, but I don't want to be like this person. I understand Correct. what they're trying to do, but yet, you know, I rather, you know, I, I understand I could do it this way, but I come from, uh, a, from a, an intent of integrity versus not. Talk a little bit about what, since we're on the level of influence, you know, sometimes there's people out there, you know, they're obviously they're, they, they're out there working because they, they want them, they have to make money. And, mm-hmm. and they're, and as influencers here, when we talk about coming from what you're talking about today, sometimes we get they get they start to talk about things that people want to hear versus what they need to hear and there's a big difference because what they want to hear they may feel that that people will buy into that and they'll buy them and they'll buy their products whatever they represent versus what they need to hear where it, perhaps in this case like you said it may, somebody may not agree but talk about where this really long term it, it, it distinguishes itself where it's bet, best to come from a place of being authentic and transparent in this particular case, if we're talking from a business standpoint? Well, I think that's the definition of integrity. Yeah. If I'm going to tell you what you want to hear because it's some, in some way somehow it's going to benefit me, then I'm not, I'm not being authentic. I'm, I'm not yeah. coming from a place of integrity. I'm coming from a place of manipulation. 
because yeah. I'm, I'm doing this only because there's something to come back to me. But if I tell you that whatever it is that you're saying or doing or being is, is perhaps not the best way to do it, and you know maybe there's a better way, and we have a conversation about that, and then you make a decision, and maybe your decision is, well, I don't want to work with you. I want to work with me because of what I just said. Well, then the relationship probably wasn't going to be a good relationship to begin with. So yeah. we have to let go of any idea that or fear. It's it's a, it's a fear. We have to let go of any fear that we have that just because we're going to be authentic, we're going to lose something. Whatever it is that we lose as a result of being authentic isn't supposed to be there anyway, and that that space or that void that's left by that person or that company or whatever the entity might be, when that company leaves, that's, that void is going to be filled by a company, a person, uh, an organization. It, it doesn't matter, but that would be a better match for us that's in the same frequency, if I can use that, as I am and coming from a place of integrity. So it's going to be a better relationship. That is so true. You know, that is so important in, in the frequency. Again, it, it, you know, that you could be, if you're saying something that people want to hear, then it's not coming from a higher frequency because again, it's based upon one sided. You're looking to gain something. Talk about like, you know, you know, in this area, particular area, sometimes people might be in transition. They may theoretically understand this, but yet they're not doing it. And, and there could be something getting in the way of this happening because some people are afraid that if they don't say the right thing, or if they don't tell people what they want to hear, they're going to lose out. They're they're not going to make they're not going to make enough money. They're not going to have enough things to survive, or whatever the case may be. Can you talk a little bit about some some ways to kind of you know where people can kind of look at it differently and overcome that feeling? Well, I think the first thing we've got to be, and this gets again back to authenticity. The first the yeah. first person we have to be authentic with is ourselves. So yeah. we have to question, what am I afraid of? And if my fear is that I'm going to lose something, well, then I have to question, well, is that really something that I want? If I'm, if I'm fearful of it or fearful that I don't have what it takes to get it, well, why don't I feel like I have what it takes? Why don't I feel I have the knowledge or maybe the worthiness? Maybe, maybe my, my fear is that I'm not worthy of whatever this particular item or, or job or relationship is that I'm working towards. Well, then the question is, is that true? Is it true that I'm not worthy of it? And then I go further than that, and I say, well, you know, this wouldn't have been presented to me. This opportunity wouldn't be standing in front of me. This person wouldn't be standing in front of me if I wasn't worthy of it. So obviously it's there for a reason, and I need to engage with that. And it, it, most of the time, it's really a matter of just facing that fear and taking that step forward and understanding that it really was nothing more than an illusion. And, it, and the unfortunate thing is it could be an illusion that was created when we were children. It could be an experience we had maybe even later in life, even as an adult, where something happened or somebody said something and we bought into it and said, okay, well, that's who I am. When in truth, it's not. It's that one person's opinion based on who and what they were at the particular time they said or did whatever they did to you. And it really has nothing to do with, with you or, or whoever the individual might be. So to me, that's the first thing. It's just becoming aware of what is it I'm afraid of? What is it I'm afraid of losing? Is there really anything to be afraid of? And is whatever I'm afraid of or whatever I'm holding as true, is it in fact true? And then the follow-up to that is, is that that I believe is true really mine? Or did I, did I grab onto that from somebody else? And it's a process. Now, some, yeah. some people can break through these things pretty quickly, but 
for most people, it's a process. It's a process of recognition, of recognizing when we're having those experiences, when we're allowing ourselves to be held back, when we're allowing fear to take over, when in fact fear should have no place there. Yeah, so important. I mean, what you were just describing, I mean, you just, and you mentioned, you reinforced it at the end when you talk about this as a process. And, you know, this is not some kind of cookie cutter type operation where everyone goes in and there's a set period of time and everyone comes out and triumphs. You know, this everyone's on a different playing field. You know, somebody can do this in a, you know, a short period of time. Some might take a, you know, a longer period of time. It really comes down to the individual. So, to kind of like, you know, talk about this, like, you know, would you safe to say, because we would we safe to say that being present, learning how to really be present and focused in being in the moment is the key to kind of work through this process, which helps us to offset this fear or project that fear into the future that creates anxiety to really embrace our being authentic and really living this life of full, full expression. Would that be safe to say? Yeah, because it's the only time you can do it. You can't do it yesterday, and you can't do it tomorrow. All we have is this moment you and I are sharing right now, and now this one and this one and this one. You know, each subsequent moment is the only time we have. So if we're not present, then where are we? And we allow ourselves to be distracted by things that happened yesterday or happened 10 years ago or happened whenever. Or because of what happened maybe 10 years ago, we and we're in a similar situation now or what appears to be a similar situation. Now we're projecting forward and go, oh my God, this is going to happen again. And if this happens, then I'm not going to have money and I'm going to be homeless and this and that. So we build these stories up that are not... Are not uh, held in truth. Well, we might hold them in truth, but not built upon truth, I guess is what I meant to say. But if we're present, if we're right here in this moment, and we are fully aware of what it is we want, who we are, what's available to us, if we pay attention to our feelings, because our feelings are going to be what guides us primarily. And if we pay attention to that, especially men, women do this all the time because they they tend to have a greater sense of their intuition and and follow that whereas men don't because we we feel that if you feel things or if you follow your feelings somehow you're being weak and it actually takes a stronger man to follow your feelings than one that doesn't so i guess the point with all that is that when we're present we're available to whatever is happening in the moment we're available to whatever has been presenting being presented to us to make the best decision that we possibly can and that's again is the only time we have. There isn't yesterday or tomorrow. Mm. And even if something, let's say, for instance, in that moment, somebody is going through a difficult time in this process or a challenge, would it be safe to say that being present, that it, we could, it, this is a great opportunity to kind of look at this challenge and setback, not as something bad, but actually as part of the process and something good, because there's an opportunity or a blessing disguised in it as part of, you know, living in full expression. And we have, yes, like, we have, a, we have about a minute and a half. We have about a minute and a half, but if you can summarize, that would be fantastic. Okay, yeah, and, and that's one of the perspectives that I help people get, not only through my book, but through my strategy sessions with them. And that's to understand that don't look at everything that happens as something happening against you or happening to you, but look at it and say, well, what is this for? What is this all about? Where is the benefit within this experience that I'm having? And I guess the key to that, too, is to recognize that everything that happens in life, and this is not to minimize what takes place, but I'm just going to put it in a simple sentence. Everything that happens in life is nothing more than an experience. That's it. 
we label some good, bad, difficult, challenging, painful, happy, loving, all of those things, we put labels on it. But each one of them is nothing more than an experience of life. And somehow, some way, that experience is perfect for the person that's having it. And as you mentioned, Chris, we, we often go through a difficult time. And, of course, we don't go through a positive time and say what a blessing that was. We just accept it like we're, like we're uh, yeah. deserving of it or something, which we are. But the difficult times, we'll go through it and we'll say, you yeah. know, thinking about that, that really was a blessing in disguise. Don't want to do it again, but it was a blessing. Uh, that was awesome. It is so true. So, I mean, everybody listening, again, this is a process. It's an experience. So, you know, whether if it's positive or negative, it's all still an experience and, a, and really necessary for your growth. Uh, again, living in full expression. Again, you're listening to Jim Phillips, The Key to Life, Living in Full Expression. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. Again, we're here with Jim Phillips, life strategist, author, speaker, and business coach. We're talking about the key to life, living in a full expression. Again, if you're just joining us, you can listen to this 
uh, version on demand later today. And again, we highly encourage you to do so because Jim has been dropping words of wisdom throughout the show. Some critical stuff here to really make a pivot, not only in your personal life, but also in your business. Jim, when, when everything we've talked about so far that you've enlightened us on, you know, what were some of the resources behind the scenes that really kind of drove, kind of driven, drove you in this direction to what you did in this book? Well, I think like a lot of people, I, reading books, following different people, podcasts now obviously is a, is a popular way to get more information. The internet obviously is, is another way. What I do, though, and this is a process that I go through, and I'm going to share this, but I want everybody to understand this is not a process specifically for me, Jim Phillips. This is something every one of us can do and, in fact, should do, and I'll even venture to say that we are doing, but for the most part, we're not paying attention to the responses that we're getting. And that is every morning, and I've been doing this now for probably, I'm going to say, 30 years, and I'll go for a walk, and I do it early in the morning. It's about 5.30 out. I'm on the East Coast, so about 5.30, it's still dark out. And I do that intentionally because I don't want there to be other people around where they're going to disturb me. I just I love that quiet, peaceful time. And it's a time where I can go out, and you can equate it to a walking meditation if you want. So I go out, I, I pretty much free my mind of whatever it is that I want to be free of, and if I'm working on my book as an example, or if I'm working on a, on a, a problem that I have a challenge or an issue that I'm working or, or moving through, I'll just ask the question. And I've, I've come to call this time in the morning being immersed in the silence of the dawn. It's just a title that came to me one morning that just kind of sums up that whole experience for me. So I'll give you an example. When I was writing my book, I got to the point where I had all this information that, that was, was flowing fairly freely, but I got to a point where I started to question, who am I to write this book? Why would anybody want to buy it? Why would somebody buy this when there's a million other books on the shelves that have similar information? Really, my life has been nothing extraordinary. I don't have the experiences a lot of other people have had that have written books on the spiritual-type topics that I have, and I just started to get challenged by that. It became very, very frustrating. And I went on the walk this particular morning, and and it actually had caused me then not to have writer's block, but to have a difficult time in writing, because that was too too prevalent in my mind. So I went on the walk this particular morning, and I just, and I talk out loud. So I just said that, you know, here I am, I'm writing this book. I feel that, that the information that I have is valuable information, that people would like it, but yet I'm challenged by why would anybody want it, and who am I to write it, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I immediately got a response, and it was such profound wisdom for me, and it's, it's throughout my book now, and I share this all the time, but the response I got was, you wouldn't be inspired to do something if it wasn't intended to be. And I thought about that, and it was like, wow, okay, so I'm inspired to do this, so evidently it's intended to be. So that removed that 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 block, if you will, that I was holding that was preventing me from continuing the writing of the book. And so I continued writing the book, and I was getting towards the end where just about to wrap it up. And then the next thing that, that started to uh, influence me or bother me was, oh, my God, I've never marketed a book before. Now what I'm going to do? And for anybody who has not written a book, when you write a book, the work starts after the book's published. It's crazy what you have to do. And so I was concerned about that, not knowing how to market a book, hadn't done it before, and, and here I was being faced with this after this work that I put together. So I went on another walk in the morning, and, and I said, you know, I, I, I know I'm inspired to do this, so, 
so this is intended to be, I get that part of it, but why am I struggling now with what I'm supposed to do? The, 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 the idea of marketing it is overwhelming to me. It's just such a daunting task. And I immediately got the second part of this overall quote. And so the first part, again, was you wouldn't be inspired to do something if it wasn't intended to be. And then the second part came in, and the second part was if it is intended to be, all for it to be is provided. And, I, again, it was one of those profound moments that it was like, wow. So then I let go of it. I just let go of any fear about how it was going to get out into the world and did the things that I need to do and that I am doing, being on shows like this and, and doing speaking engagements and, and whatever else I can do through social media and whatnot. And I just allow that to take hold. And the book goes where the book goes, and it gets in the hands of the people that are intended to have it. So that's just an example of of really how I've received a lot of the information. And my book has, and I don't remember the exact number, but it's like 41 or 42 quotes that came as a result of those early morning walks. And you mentioned a few here. Some of those things that you were talking, were those actual quotes that, were they your quotes or quotes that came to you or quotes from somewhere else? there, There are a couple that are in the book that came from other people, but when they came from other people, their name is listed. But anything that's in the book that doesn't have a person's name by it was one of the quotes that came to me. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm a big fan of quotes. I think, you know, they they kind of like give somebody a bird's eye view quickly of what the message is and what that can mean to them, you know, at, at the time that they're looking at it. it can really change, help somebody to change their attitude or way of thinking uh, very quickly. I think it's it's such a great idea. Is there any particular quote that's a, a, a favorite to you, either your own or, or someone else's? Well, that quote that I just shared is, is one of that the most one? powerful ones because it's what helped me get through the book. But there was another yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, I thought that was do. fantastic. Thank you. And th- this one has to do with what we're talking about, and that is about being authentic. And the way that we, that we become authentic is we have to let go of the untruths that we've held on to. And uh, a way that I have summed that up is that the limiting beliefs we hold are the invisible chains that bind us. So what we need to do is, is break free of those invisible chains. And the way that we do that is we have to understand that a lot of what we believe is true is not. And so, again, I went on a walk, and I was, I was just thinking about that and, and questioning, you know, why do I believe these things that I, that I believe, and how do I move forward from where I am to where I believe I'm intended to be? And this quote came to me, and that was, today what I know to be true, tomorrow might not be. And that freed me from holding on to my belief as being absolute, or anything that I held is true in being absolute. It was only true for me up to that moment. And you could say something on this in, in the show today, or, you, or I could walk down the street and meet somebody that says something, or I can have an experience that could totally change my perspective on some aspect of life. And that quote allows me to let go of anything that I personally hold as true, to allow whatever that new truth is to take its place. And now that becomes what I hold is true. That becomes what I now make decisions against and then move my life forward with. So it was just a a really powerful statement that just, whenever I get those statements like that, it's, it's like a sigh of relief because it feels like additional weight is being taken off of me because it allows me to be free of these burdens that I think we're all carrying around all the time. Now, I will also say that when you let go of a limiting belief or when you, when you 
discover an untruth that you've held on to, it doesn't mean they're gone forever, because I can guarantee you they're going to show up. But what happens then is they become your ally, because when they show up after you've acknowledged the fact that they're not true, but when they show up, they're letting you know that you're getting off track. And then you can acknowledge, okay, thank you, you showed up again, I appreciate that, you showed me I'm off track. Then we get to the point you were talking about earlier about being in the present moment. When you're present to the fact that that limiting belief has now shown up and it's there showing you you're off track, that's when you can pivot, to use your word, and make a better decision and move in the direction that takes you in the direction of the life you want to live, the life you want to create and live. Uh, it's so so true. I think that is fabulous. I you know like I said, I uh, you you talked a lot about you know certain disciplines here and and certain things that inspired you to do what you do in terms of what you you, you live it. You know this is a, that's the perfect example. Everything you've talked about, you live it, and and it's so important. And I wanted to leave some time for you know you you have a you had a movie that came out um, or newly released movie, Becoming the Keys. And this features, again, we mentioned it in your bio, some you know key people, uh, Joe Vitale from The Secret, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz uh, from The Four Agreements, and Daniel Brinkley, uh, Saved by the Light. Talk a little bit about <clears throat> that movie. And, you know, if, you know, again, is this, is, is this going to be, you know, uh, I haven't seen it yet, but a movie that's going to really, really enlighten people to what we're talking about today. It does. And there, in, in addition to those folks that you mentioned who all are phenomenal people, and I've, I've really had a, a great time getting to know them through this whole process of making the movie, but there's, I think there's 12 what are called experts, of which I'm one. So there's 12 of us that are experts in the movie. The storyline is that there are two ladies who are in the movie, and they're going through difficult times in life. And they're, they're trying to understand why life is doing to them what it's doing to them. So the whole idea of the movie is to get people to understand that life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. So any, any situation you have that, that you're confronted with is there for your benefit, for your spiritual growth and expansion, for your greater understanding of who you are and what you're here to do. So we, as the experts, during the course of the movie, meet with them at certain intervals, and we share with them our wisdom, if you will, on something that we've done or can do or would would suggest they might want to take a look at that can help them see life from a different perspective and not play the role of victim, let go of the role of being a victim. And it's just an interesting way to get get a handle on the fact that everybody is going through something, regardless of how we might perceive somebody and how wonderful their life might look, there is stuff going on. And some of the some of the wealthiest people in the world are the unhappiest, and some of the poorest people in the world are the happiest. So it, it, we we can't look at them and and say, okay, well, this is the way this life is for this person. None of us has the insight on what another person's journey is. Neither, the, and they don't have an insight on on our journey. And that's why we have to be really, really careful not to judge each other because we're all doing the best we can with what we know and understand in this moment. And this just it brought me to a point that I want to make sure that I get this out. Sure. One of the questions, one of the questions that I that I have consistently asked, and this is the, this is a question that has been asked since the beginning of, of humanity. And I'm not going to suggest that I have the answer, but I have an answer that to me is profound. And I've measured it against a lot of different things, and I haven't found anything that would tell me that this is not true. So I asked the question: What's the purpose of life? And that, that's the big, deep question. Why are any of us here? 
I mean, because this is crazy what we're doing. I mean, all this stuff we're doing to each other, the wars, the famine, the the hate, I mean, all this stuff, just it makes no sense to me whatsoever. I agree. And when you ask, and when you ask individuals what they want, they say, we want peace, we want happiness, we want joy, we want our kids to do well, we want, our, you know, we want to be fed. So everybody wants the same thing. So why are we fighting? It doesn't make any sense if we all want the same thing. So I, I asked the question, I said, okay, so why are we here? What's, what's really, what's the purpose behind all this? And the answer I got was the purpose of life is the progressive realization of the truth. And when you take that and you look at every situation in the world, each of those situations gives us the opportunity to reveal to ourselves who we truly are. And when we discover who we truly are, and this is each individual, regardless of the circumstances, it doesn't matter where anybody is born, every opportunity, every, every situation that they are presented is an opportunity for them to recognize and realize themselves in the truth of who they are. And then as we get to that point, and this again is a process because it's, it's the shedding, and this is another term that I've been using, the shedding of the untruths that have been layered upon us. So we're removing these layers of untruth, and eventually you reveal the essence of who you are. That's, that's what's yeah. left standing after all of these untruths are gone. And we're all in this together. And, and yet, you know, we treat each other the way that we do. We treat ourselves the way we do. I mean, we beat ourselves up way worse than most people will beat us up. And that's why it has to begin with us, revealing to ourselves the truth of who we are. Then when we live, through, live as that truth in authenticity, then that's when we become the example to other people of who they are and what they're capable of doing as well. Uh, it's so, so true. So true. And that's powerful. I'm, well, I'm looking forward to you know, seeing the movie. And you know, is it something that's on Netflix? It's not going to be on Netflix. Right now it's available on, on um, DVD. And I do have DVD? copies of that. Yeah. So if anybody, yeah, I have it on DVD. So if people want to get that, they can get it through my website. Oh, well, yeah, but we'll definitely allow yeah. you to mention that too. But, you know, um, and I want to leave, we have a couple minutes left at the end of the show. I want to let people know, first of all, before I do that, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for the words of wisdom you shared. I, I learned so much today. The audience obviously has learned so much and more people that will be listening on demand. Again, if you don't, if you don't, haven't gotten this book, The Key to Life, Living in Full Expression, again, I'm going to let Jim uh, mention where you, you, know, you could find more information about him, where to find the book, where to locate the movie, and more about where Jim's going to be if you plan on where you want to meet him. Uh, Jim, go ahead. Where would be where would be the best place for people to find you first, and we'll get get to the movie and so forth. Well, the website is always the best place. That way, regardless of where I am physically, they'll be able to reach out to me, and that's livinginfullexpression.com. They can also get the book there. They can get, actually. There's a bunch of downloads on there as well. I've written quite a few articles that they have free access to on my website. And then there's the books are available on there, and then also the movies available on there. And then I don't have, well, I, I shouldn't say I don't have any event schedule. I've, I've got the event that we're in right now, which is the, the um, Smart Found, yeah. which you and I yeah. are speaking at. So that yeah. is, is also taking place. And I have some other events that are going to be coming up that I haven't actually scheduled out yet. But I would just say go to the website. And that will list where I'm going to be appearing. Uh, I'm, I'm doing previews of the movie for different groups around right. my area. And I live outside Washington, D.C. Okay. Well, great. 
Again, get folks, we, you know, again, yeah, check out Jim Phillips. Again, check out his website, Living Full Expression, Living in Full Expression.com. Again, that's Living in Full Expression.com. We encourage you to check out, get the book on Amazon, get it from his website, check out the movie. Again, you can make some key changes for yourself to really take your business and personal life and well being to another level. Jim, thank you so much for your time today. And guests, we thank you each and every week for joining us, and we will see you next Thursday. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.